Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Forum Podcast. My name is Anthony Giorgio, and I'm the video and podcast director. And my name is Kat Taylor, the editor-in-chief. And today we've got an episode from Forum staff reporter Quinn Winter, uh, where they discuss anxiety related to returning to campus in yet another uncertain semester due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Kat, how are you feeling about this semester and the way we're starting off? Well, you know, Anthony, at this point, I just feel numb. Nothing surprises me anymore. Um, and I just try to take it day by day. I definitely get anxious or overwhelmed with like the amount of people in a room. If I'm hand sanitizing, you know, my hands enough with every surface I touch, right. making sure I'm not like touching my eyeballs because, you know, then it's like, I don't know, I panic. It's a lot of stress and anxiety. How about yeah. you? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat that you are. It just feels like it's dragging on forever. I, you know, it's hard to keep up with sometimes all mm -hmm. of the different recommendations and procedures. Uh, do you notice that you have had anything that you used to cope in particular? Oh yeah. Um, a lot of discussions with my own personal therapist, um, is, you know, trying to find things that, you know, I can control. Yeah. Uh, in these uncertain, chaotic times. Um, so I tend to uh, lift weights, I box, um, or I just play video games, which is a definite turn from working out. Right. Um, but those things usually help me to keep my mind at ease and do things that make me feel safe and secure. So when, you know, I approach, like, you know, coming to campus and things, you know, I've already set my day off in a good mood, a good vibe, um, knowing gonna do the best I can yeah but how about you absolutely <laughs> honestly I have not been doing the best job of taking care of myself this semester um, I could stand to do a lot more in terms of just you know self-care kind of activities doing things to relax and luckily uh, Quinn's interviews with staff from the Westminster Counseling Center as well as a couple students will provide me <laughs> Uh, and hopefully many of our listeners with some strategies to deal with the stress in a more productive way. Everyone take a listen and enjoy. I'm Quinn Winter and in this episode I talk with mental health professionals and current students about anxiety. Due to the spring semester's flexible start and the Omicron surge, the beginning of the term has brought on even more anxiety than usual. I spoke to Aaron Gibson, director of the Counseling Center, and Corey Shipp, one of the counselors on campus, to get their perspective on how we can manage anxiety. First, I wanted to understand what they do to cope with anxiety. Ship said he starts his morning with the ABCs. Sometimes I get up in the morning and I'll do the ABCs. Pick a letter of the alphabet, pick a word that matches a letter of the alphabet, A, and then say that word aloud or say that word in your head and in your heart. And choose words that when you say these words, they resonate with you. So think, and just in your own head, in your own heart, acceptance, beauty compassion, determination, empathy, fairness, gratitude, um, humility, inspiration, kindness, mercy, love. I mean, you can go down the list, mm -hmm. just one word with each letter of the alphabet, and you can sense the shift, that, that awareness of the perspective um, of the lens that I choose to, how I choose to see the world 
now is going to be much more influenced by love and compassion and kindness than out of fear and insecurity and anxiety. Gibson talked about how she uses baking as a mindfulness practice. I woke up this morning and I baked bread this morning because that's one of my things that I love to do. brings me joy. Um, and it's my mindfulness practice. And then at the end of the day, I get to enjoy it. And some days I'm like, I've noticed when I'll bake bread, I, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm annoyed that I gave myself something to do when I'm already too busy. I'm like, no, I brought this up for me so I can balance the things that maybe are not so joyful or not so easy for me to engage with, with something that is easy for me to engage with. So it's not an, it's not a task that I have to accomplish. It's a process that I get to engage in that brings me joy. I asked how we can do this. How do we find time to engage with these things that we enjoy during such a busy time? There always has to be space to slow down. Anxiety inherently is a fast moving process and it's designed to do so. So often when we're chronically anxious, which is very normal right now, feeling chronically anxious, chronically stressed, where you never get a break, it creates this feedback loop of, I never get to take a break. It's not there, it's not available for me, or if I slow down, something bad is gonna happen. So I think for coping with anxiety, like if even if you can say to yourself, slow down, slow down, what comes up for you when you slow down? This question, what comes up when you slow down, is what Gibson and Ship said is the answer to what self-care looks like. Self-care isn't what we see in ads, it might not be bath bombs and face masks, it's whatever we learn our body and mind needs when we take the time to slow down. What is needed is a deeply personal exploration process for people. I mean, it doesn't have to be in the moment, but it's worth taking time when you don't feel activated to start listing like, what are the things, like Corey said, what are the things that bring me joy? What are the things that bring increased ease in my life? What are the things that um, help me feel connected? So I wanted to know, what are current students doing to manage anxiety and practice self-care? First, I talked with Abby Hagen, a senior technical theater major. She had almost two normal years before COVID started. I asked her what her time at Westminster has been like. I mean, I think I've had a really great four years at Westminster. My freshman year was the only one that remained untouched by COVID. And then sophomore year, we went for the forever spring break. After that, junior year and senior year have all felt like one long continuation of sophomore year because of COVID, I think. And it's really weird to think that I'm going to be done pretty quick. I also sat down with Truman Madsen, a first-year student intending to major in theater, to give the perspective of a student who's learning to navigate college and the pandemic. So I actually graduated in 2018, so I luckily did not have to deal with any high school COVID problems. I, coming to Westminster during the pandemic has it's definitely been interesting. Not all my classes have been online, most of them have actually been in person just due to my major being mostly hands-on. I, I know that the year before I came, a lot of my classes would have been online, so I'm, I'm grateful that they aren't. I really enjoyed my time here so far. I asked Madsen what's been the most difficult thing about starting college this year. He said that getting to know people already isn't his strong suit, and adding the pandemic safety measures has made making friends even more difficult. I know my roommate pretty well, but that's just because we're both stuck in the dorm most of the day, not able to really socialize with a lot of people. And so 
definitely makes it hard to get to know people outside of your class. In addition to telling me about their experiences, both students shared ways they manage anxiety and avoid burnout. Madsen said he tries to keep looking toward the future. Just like knowing the whatever is going hard in my life right now is not going to last forever, especially college problems. Just maintaining that uh, forward glance of just knowing everything's going to be all right eventually, keeping those thoughts in my mind and taking each thing one step at a time. Hagen said that hanging out with her two best friends was key to avoiding burnout. They help fill up my battery to keep me going for the rest of the weeks. We make time to play video games. We make dinner and eat it together. Uh, we watch TV. I mean, it's just little things. It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but it does help me remember the reasons why I love it here, um, is spending time with people that I care about. Madsen also found that involving other people into his days made his first semester better. Uh, during the times when I wasn't involving people, when I was just going straight to my room and like bringing lunch over there or deciding just to be alone, those are the times when it was hardest for me because I wasn't involving other people. Uh, it's a lot better to to go through it with other people. Like, I, although I had that, that schedule that helped me feel accomplished and less anxious, uh, it wasn't a one-man schedule. Like, it involved other people. I asked Hagen if any of her strategies to manage anxiety have changed over the course of the pandemic. She emphasized the need to give yourself a break. Since we've gone to mostly in-person classes, is that every once in a while I do give myself a nice online day at home. For specifically hybrid classes, when they're like, you need to be there in person unless you need to be online. I try to go in person because um, going online is a little addictive for me. I just like it a little too much. I like being in my space. I like being able to have all my things and uh, just kind of do my own stuff. And so I, every couple of weeks, will give myself like, okay, today we're doing class online. Uh, yesterday was one of those days, so it's going to be a great semester, I can already tell. But online classes do help me to mitigate some of the amount of stuff I've got to do. Being in my own little space helps me to recharge. And so even though I'm doing class and like I'm engaged with everything, I also have the chance to just sort of be in my own little area. Hagen shared some advice that has helped her over the past few years. You've already made it through so much to get to this point. Um, I have to tell myself this all the time. This is not going to be the most difficult thing you do. You've already done so many things that were so incredibly hard that that you're here is amazing. I mean, even if it's not your 100% best semester, it's still going to be the best semester you could have given. Uh, I know that it's hard not to hold yourself to a perfection accountability standard, but I absolutely believe that in our current circumstances, we're all just doing our best to get by. Try to take it one day at a time. Um, people aren't made of years, they're made out of days and minutes. Wow, those are some pretty profound words from Abby Hagen. Any, any thoughts on that, Kat? Yeah, um, I think it's important for us to not amount ourselves to the work we do every day. Hmm. Um, Sometimes, especially in these circumstances, just getting out of bed, maybe putting on a different shirt, you know, you know, maybe you do a video call with your friends or, you know, you clean your room like that's enough making a cup of tea. If that's all you want to do in these strange times or outside of these strange times, 
you know, I definitely agree. Taking it day by day, being kind to yourself, being gentle with yourself and just, you know, trying to navigate these times is important. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And, uh, from the forum editors to all of our listeners, please, uh, be gentle with yourself and with others. And it's, uh, strange times still (laughs) they continue to be, although at one point, uh, the times were pretty unprecedented and they're beginning to feel pretty precedented. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, everyone be gentle with yourself and be kind with others. Anthony, I have a question for you. Yeah. So out of this podcast, mm-hmm. what self-care tips and recommendations are you going to take away from this? I think Abby's advice was really good and of course is going to shift as we're no longer doing the priority hybrid as we're switching back to priority in person i thought it was really wise of abby to just say give yourself give yourself space to be easy Mm -hmm. if online is what's easier because you can be in your own space i mean i definitely find that there are some classes where online is really grueling and brutal for me and there are other classes where it's like yeah i'll (laughs) I'll be in this class and I can fold laundry and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think deciding what uh, what hills you're willing to die on and which ones you're not and just don't die on those hills. I mm-hmm. think that's that's one thing that I need to be better about. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Anthony. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Kat, for having this discussion. Of course. And thank you to Quinn and all of their interviewees for participating in this episode of the forum podcasts cat where can people find the written version of this story people can find the written version of this story on our website wc4media.com we'll also have a print issue that comes out on february 2nd and will be distributed across campus and you can check out the written version there please if you haven't already follow us on our social media accounts on instagram facebook and twitter All of those can be found at WC Forum Media. If you haven't already liked and followed the podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts, please do so. And feel free to give us a little rating, but only if it's good. Give us a five-star rating, please, because it helps uh, boost our numbers and it helps with audience engagement. So like and subscribe. Until next time, I'm Anthony Giorgio. I'm Kat Taylor. And thank you for listening.